My name is Trip Durham, and it's been my pleasure over the last couple of years to align with the association on several different projects. Obviously, the one that's, the one so that's been most recent. What's going on? Uh, the most recent collaboration has been this change in name, change in uh, brand, and I think that we're to a point now to where. It, it's gotten some pretty positive feedback. And today's session brought to you by Capital One, an important partner of this organization. Today's session is to really, in a sense, continue some of the conversation from Las Vegas. If you were there, it was about an hour session. 40 minutes was a panel in which I was a part of. Sam helped moderate. And it was an explanation about where we have been in this journey and where we are currently. In the last 20 minutes, we had some good questions, good answers, but we didn't have opportunity to get to everybody's questions and provide everybody some answers. So that's what really this is today, especially ahead of the vote by the membership on August 31st. So what we want to be able to do is walk down the path with you, whatever questions you might have. I want to give you as much background and information as possible before the vote starts next week. This is not a working session in terms of, well, how about if we consider this, or have you ever considered that? It's more of looking at college sports communicators and answering your questions in and around that. So all that said, let's introduce our panelists. We'll have each person introduce themselves because they know them much better than I know them. And at the end of their introduction, I'll kick it to the next, then to the next, then we'll get in to the Q&A. So Jessica Poole is going to lead us off as being one of our panelists, and she is the first to introduce herself. I am Jessica Poole. I am serving as a co-presider president this year, and I'm the deputy athletic director and chief operating officer at Chicago State. Um, uh, Tripp, do you just want me to introduce myself and then we'll go? Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying if there's any, any background or anything else that you want to provide as far sure. as how you have been part of this process, and maybe yeah. that's my fault as well. No, no, totally fine. I just want to confirm. So um, really just to share some background is this process towards the future of our organization really began in earnest in the summer of 2019 um, and has really had three distinct parts. And the first part was a change to our governance structure, um, which we voted on uh, in the 2019 convention. And really that was a unanimous vote by, by our membership. And that was to provide additional leadership opportunities um, across, you know, across the membership, across divisions to give more people voice in um, the governance structure that is that is COSIDA. Um, and so at that point, as we began to become more um, look towards becoming a more inclusive organization as we open up these additional leadership opportunities. Um, the next piece of this move to the future was looking to um, change our membership structure. And so um, as you guys know, we're all in um, and we announced the all in membership this, this year, um, which allows a more inclusive and accessible entry point for everyone that considers themselves um, communicators throughout our industry, regardless of medium. So and the next piece of this is kind of where we are today. And it's it culminated in a rebranding study and the results of that study, which have really been, um, you know, the working group that we have has steered this, but lots of voices across the membership have been involved in this, has led us to our recommendation for the name change today. So just to give you a little bit of the background, I know that some, you know, sometimes it's like, well, this is happening really quickly, but this has been a process. We've been rolling towards this for quite some time. So just wanted to provide that information for everyone. Jess, thank you. Kevin Trainer. you are now in the chat room. Say hello to everybody. All right. Thank you. Uh, I see a lot of uh, familiar and uh, faces and a lot of friends, so appreciate everybody taking the time. I'm Kevin Trainer. I'm uh, the second vice president of uh, the officer rotation this year. Here, senior associate athletic director here at the University of Arkansas and uh, honored to have been a part of, of this process. You know, uh, I've been a, a member of this organization for a, a really long time. And and uh, like many of you had uh, many mentors in this business and watched the leadership of this organization through the years, uh, make some uh, choices that positioned our membership in, in, in very well among the collegiate athletic space. And so uh, certainly thankful for that. And so 
probably like many of you, when we began this process, it was a little uncomfortable. Uh, wasn't wasn't sure. It was everything that I had uh, grown up with and 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 developed an, an affinity for, and, and what I knew as the reality of our profession. Uh, but as I looked. Uh, as I looked at where we were as an organization, and as I looked at uh, what our predecessors had done before, uh, various times throughout our history, uh, they had made decisions to position us uh, at the forefront of intercollegiate athletics. And uh, as we talked more about not uh, a name or, or a logo change, but the very structure of what who we are and what we're doing as an organization, uh, it just uh, it made a lot of sense to take a hard look uh, with the governance structure change, uh, with the all-in membership, uh, to take a look and, and see who we are as an organization. And, and with that, uh, we, we canvassed the membership, uh, took a, just to kind of see where we were. And what we saw predominantly is that uh, the organization um, that uh, we were calling ourselves may not represent who we are even today, much less who we hope to be in the future. And so uh, I'm excited uh, about this because I think it's uh, not only a, a beacon call for those externally, our athletic directors, our people in intercollegiate athletics, but also for our membership and, and our members to signal uh, the evolving jobs that all of us um, have. None of us are doing what we did uh, three years ago, much less 10 years ago. And so I, I think the movement of this organization in many ways uh, is reflecting that. I think the name's a big part of that as we uh, brand who we are. We are the uh, college communicators. We are the professionals in this space. And so I'm excited about it. Uh, I know with any change, there's often some apprehension, but I think if, if we look back and, and who we are, if not uh, communicators, uh, how are we going to brand ourselves? And we just kept coming back to that. So um, I, I hope that uh, as we go through this, you get more and more information, but uh, we wanted to be very upfront and transparent about this process. So we're excited about the prospects of college sports communicators and, and the vote that's coming up. So thank you, Tripp. Kevin, thank you. Sam Atkinson, the microphone is yours. Hi, Tripp, and hello, everyone. Good to see a lot of familiar faces as well. Uh, Sam Atkinson, Associate Athletic Director for Communications here in Washington, D.C. at Gallaudet University. And uh, just rolled off the, the board seven years and been a part of this process from the, from the start. Uh, back in April 2021, I was tasked with leading the strategic branding review for the organization and, and basically in lockstep with Bo White. Um, we worked the last two years diligently with our working group and with our advisory council and different leaders within our organization and, and leaders outside of the organization to get a real honest opinion of where we stood as an organization moving forward. Um, and a really exciting time for us. I'm really excited uh, for where the organization's headed and looking forward to everyone's questions today. Sam, we appreciate it. Uh, last but certainly not least is your new executive director. Eric, say hello to everyone. Yeah, thanks, Trip, and good day, everyone. I'm Eric Christensen, uh, the executive director, and uh, really pleased to be with you uh, today. And I wanted to offer a, just a couple of comments um, before we get into the questions today that um, I feel like I have a, a really unique perspective um, in terms of viewing this process. Someone who has uh, been a um, supporter and official sponsor of this organization for almost 20 years in my past role at the NCA, and now as the new executive director. I was a member of the working group as well and was asked to do that long before even, even Doug uh, Vance uh, announced his uh, retirement. And so I've, I've seen the process from a couple of different chairs uh, now. And, and I wanna let you know that as someone who's been involved in other uh, branding processes at, at, at large organizations, um, that it has really been um, really strong. There's been an enormous amount of due diligence I really commend the, the board and the, and the staff uh, for uh, their kind of strategic foresight and really seeing that, that at the end of the day, that it's, it's not just about a name change. It really is about that, that brand promise. What are we all communicating to, to those with whom we work, those uh, we are serving, the leadership within college sports? And, and um, I am excited about uh, the opportunity moving forward here 
the, the board has made a unanimous recommendation for our members to consider. And, and, and again, we wanted to take this time today to, to make sure um, that if you were not uh, in, in Vegas or perhaps you haven't been a part of the process, there have been numerous dozens and dozens of people who've been involved in the process to take some time today to, to hear from everyone and, and, and provide any more context. So Tripp, I will turn it back to you. Brilliant, thank you, Eric. Folks, full transparency. Uh, there is nothing planned for this session other than fielding your questions and having our leadership, our panelists, answer your questions. We don't have any softball questions set in queue. You can either ask a question through the chat if you like, if you don't want to actually take the microphone yourself, or if you want to load a question or load yourself into the chat by saying, I've got a question and we'll identify you, you can unmute, you can jump right in. Whatever's most comfortable for you. Again, we don't have a process other than fielding your questions and giving you the membership the opportunity. So as we see that Adam Ledger has popped a question in, because it's just what we do as humans, right? I'll read the question and then we'll figure out who it is that wants to take it. Will this be a National Association of Collegiate Sports Communicators in a, a CSC? And why was sport chosen uh, over using athletic communication? Uh, Sam, why don't you take that one first? Sure, no problem, Trip. Thanks, Adam, uh, for, that, for that question. Right now, the proposal from the board is just college sports communicators. Uh, it's not a national association. Um, the working group and the board itself and our advisory council discussed at length uh, about a lot of these words. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot more questions about college versus collegiate or in sports versus athletic. Um, and we dissected all of those uh, words at length and at nauseum. Um, lost a little sleep on all, a couple of those words as well. Um, but, you know, when we got back to it, the root of what we do is college sports. Um, I think the references that you see in the mainstream media, it always alludes to college sports instead of college athletics. Um, and as far as, you know, National Association, again, we wanted to come up with a, a name that is more inclusive of all and, and less, you know, and not a mouthful. Like, we, you know, you look at a lot of the NACTA affiliates, um, it's hard to know what all those abbreviations stand for. And we wanted to make sure that we came to a point with a name that could stand on its own. So that's where we landed with College Sports Communicators. Thank you, Sam. And the one thing that I uh, do as a moderator is if we can get to more questions and not have multi-panelists answer the same question, let's just churn and go. So if we feel like that Sam's response feels good to the rest of the panel, if you got something to add, let's add it. If not, we'll push on. Uh, I know that Jay Stansel has put a note in the chat that he'd like to ask a question. So Jay, if you would unmute your video, please, or put your face on the screen. Um, and unmute your microphone and, and ask away. Well, similar to what Adam said about uh, not having association or whatever, uh, having the title, like the name of the organization is College Sports Communicators. It sounds, and we spoke about this in our uh, advocacy committee meeting, uh, it sounds more of a job title, not a national organization. It doesn't necessarily feel like it is our national organization when you just say college sports communicators. Um, I understand not to have national in there because we have um, a, a growing number of Canadian members and we continue to grow there. Uh, our other concern is where we've getting more and more high school SIDs by putting college, you might be excluding them and saying they're not invited to be a part of it. Um, why, um, so again, we're just like, again, the, our biggest concern is just the title of our organization just sounds like a job title. It doesn't really, it just sounds nondescript as our national organization. It'd be like if NACTA went to athletic directors and that was their title. Uh, that that is our concern. I'm all for the change and all for updating our name and title be, to better fit of what we do in our profession today because it has changed so much. But this just feels 
nondescript and just generic and it kind of dilutes us as a national organization and which I think to me kind of would set us back a little bit with all those other groups such as NACTA. Uh, Jessica, if it's okay uh, from the presidential chair, I'll give it to you for reaction. Sure. Um, I think that in many of our conversations with our athletic director colleagues, um, I think that they, they are really telling us that that's kind of, that's how they see everyone uh, from an external unit. They see um, video, creative, photography, um, communicators, all as communicators. And so I think that as we look to make sure that we have seats at the right tables, it's important to take some of that into consideration, um, which is, I think, our working group did, just kind of where we landed. Um, in terms of, um, what's the word, kind of not having the national association piece. I, I look to women leaders um, as, as a really good example of a organization that is highly respected um, in our landscape that do, that's, doesn't have that in, in their title. Um, pop, and they're inclusive of women across and men across all different kind of landscapes. And I think that in a similar fashion, that's kind of where our organization um, is looking to be more inclusive in that way. So I, from my standpoint, I think that we, that's kind of where we landed on that um, scenario. I, I would open it up further for others. Yeah, Sam dropped me a direct message that he'd like to follow up. And then Sam, on the backside of you, uh, Jeff has said that he'd like to layer on for what Jay said. So Sam, sure. you first, Jeff, we'll come to you after. No problem. And just to add to what Jessica just mentioned about women leaders in college sports and, and their association, they went from NACWA, National Association of Collegiate Women Athletic Administrators, to women leaders um, in college sports. And another example was the National Soccer Coaches Association of America, our our famous NSCAA group, uh, to switch to United Soccer Coaches. Um, again, a more inclusive language that included more um, coaches from all different levels and more inclusive and more direct, directly to the point. Uh, Jeff, you wanna unmute and turn your video on and add your comments. Hey, uh, my name is Jeff Hazard, uh, recently retired sports information director at SUNY Oneonta. I know many of you from my years on the board and making my appearances at COSIDA. So I'm certainly excited to be able to uh, be on this call. Obviously I couldn't get to Las Vegas. I was in the process of kind of moving and, and trying to figure out what I was doing after I retired. Um, but I still am involved as an advocate member because I still believe that uh, COSIDA is important and I still wanna be involved. I'm gonna be on the Academic All-America Committee, continue to do that. Um, but just some perspective, uh, I think it was in Marco Island when I was on the board that the first discussions of changing our name and you know trying to figure out where we were going in college athletics took place. And I came up with a name uh, pretty quickly off the top of my head and I, I used the word strategic. And people kind of looked at me and thought, strategic, what's that got to do with athletics and college communicating? Um, and it's really funny that in years after that, we actually added the tagline under COSIDA, strategic communicators for college athletics. And then all the positions that we're now hiring in college athletics that have to do with sports information, athletic communications, all use the word strategic. They're saying they want a strategic communicator. I don't think they just want a college sport communicator. I think they want a strategic college communicator. Um, and I understand the whole national association. I look at the word association as being very inclusive. Um, I, I really don't know where the word strategic we lost that in our road here, um, but I think that, you know, again, I know I've, I've, you know, responded to surveys and things about some of this stuff that's gone out over the years. And, and I mean, personally, Association of Strategic Athletics Communicators sounds pretty good too. Jeff, thank you. I'll leave it to the panel to jump in if they like. I'll go ahead and jump in there, Trip. If it's okay, because and I appreciate that, Jeff. I, I I'm in, in full transparency. We came out uh, unanimously, but uh, in this kind of let you behind the scenes, those were all discussions. I was uh, personally uh, carried some of the same feelings towards strategics that you did, Jeff. 
Um, I, I think the full discussion uh, really represented that, uh, you know, our membership uh, not only uh, really is, is kind of, uh, we're, we're hoping to get to a place where we as an organization are considered the leaders in that group and strategic is almost not like mentioning hardworking college sports communicators or other taglines that we establish ourselves as an organization, as individuals that we are indeed strategic. And that's a challenge on all of us, uh, whether our name is college sports communicators or COSIDO or, or others. Um, but strategic was, was something that we've used in the past. I think it was something that was discussed. Uh, I, I think going back to, um, you know, I always draw the reference to the college football playoff. When they first announced that it was going to be the college football playoff, I remember people kind of uh, scoffing and said, that's very simplistic, but it is uh, such a clear um, brand name uh, and something that is, is, is spoken. And I think that's what we're heading for with college sports communicators is something that's clear. It's, it's what we are. Uh, and I think just very candidly, I think it's up to us as members uh, to show uh, that we are strategic. And, uh, and I think that's something that we're continuing to, to work on. So um, all, of those, uh, all of those things uh, are, are things that were talked about and, and debated. And, uh, and it's a very good point. I appreciate you sharing that because I know many others may have questions about that or other words that were, uh, included or not included, uh, but I don't, although strategic didn't uh, end up in the name that was recommended, is very much still a part of what we feel as an organization uh, we need to do as a membership, uh, both individually and as a collective organization. So Jeff, thanks, thanks for sharing that with us. And for what it's worth, uh, as a NACMA past president, I was part of a lot of those discussions that Kevin was referring to, and it got granule. I mean, it got granule to the point to where it was almost painstaking. Um, so the vetting of words and combinations, as a branding guy myself, this association, the leadership, did an amazing job to vet it all to look at every angle. Questions or comments, load them into the box, or if you want to unmute and just go straight at it, that'd be great. But we would ask that if you have the ability, we see your bright smiling face during the course of the question. We Trip, while we're waiting, I'll just, go ahead. Go. sorry, while we're waiting for the next question, just to uh, follow up on Kevin and Jeff, thank, thank you for that comment. And, and congratulations on your retirement from Oneonta and your service to our Academic All-America program for many, many years, and we appreciate you continuing that. Um, but, you know, I, I guess for a lot of people to try to keep in mind that like, just because the name is College Sports Communicators, it doesn't completely define on who, uh, who we are and what we do. Um, I think, you know, as Kevin alluded to, it's how we define it, you know, in our offices, in our conference offices, as, as a leader on your campus, um, will demonstrate what you are and what you bring to the table. So even though we don't have that word, in the official name, it doesn't exclude it from what we do. Questions, comments, feedback. Again, the vote is coming up next week on the 31st. Through that voting window, uh, it'll close at some points, and then next steps will be taken after that. Trip, I, I, I thought. I'm uh, sorry, go ahead. Let's oh, let I, Travis I jump in. Talking yeah, about yeah, go the ahead. voting. About the voting, if that doesn't go the way, if it goes negatively, what are there plans in place to kind of pivot or what, what are there contingencies or what does that look like depending on how the vote goes? I'm going to leave that to Jess. You know, I think that if, if, if the vote doesn't, if it doesn't pass, if the membership feels strongly about that, I think that we would probably table, um, get the working group back together and decide what the next what the next step is um, for for the organization. Um, I think that you know you want to be, as we talk about the word strategic, you want to be strategic, you want to take in all of the information and feedback received before setting the next the next 
step. So I think that would be our immediate, our immediate next step. And Eric, before we get to Mark and Adam who have dropped some stuff into the chat box, Eric, where were you wanting to jump in? Yeah, thanks, Trip. I think it, it may actually address a little bit of what Adam was um, kind of mentioning in terms of feedback from, from other kind of groups and stakeholders. And I thought I would just take a minute or two and just share some of what, what I've heard as I've been kind of making my rounds as the, as the new executive director a little bit in person, some of it uh, on Zoom, uh, some of it on, uh, on phone calls. And I've been connecting with a, a, a variety of people that I would call key influencers. So existing corporate sponsors, potential corporate sponsors, um, you know, very um, high level potential corporate sponsors as we are going to be going to market for a new title sponsor for the Academic All-America uh, program. Um, you know, top officials in the tech industry that, that, that work in and around sports. Um, executives at uh, the USOPC and at the NCAA, um, and then in our membership as well, to Adam's point, talking to athletic directors, uh, talking to commissioners, um, talking to, you know, high-level senior executives in um, conference um, offices as well. And, and what I've been doing is not just talking about the name change, but really talking about the direction of the organization, the changes in the governance structure to facilitate and bring broader leadership, the changes in the Academic All-America program that are both designed to raise the bar and honor more students. I've always loved that program uh, when, when I was at the NCAA. Um, the, 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 the progressive nature of our organization leading to Jess being our, our first black female board president. And then finally getting to the name change. And I'm telling you, it's, it's really more of uh, you know, not just a name change, but really that brand promise as we seek to be leaders within college sports and provide solutions on our campuses, which is what all of our bosses are 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 looking for. And the reaction that I've that I've gotten from from everyone, and I've been keeping track of the the terms that that people have been providing and and saying when they when they react to what we talk about. And I share I share the name College Sports Communicators that this is the unanimous recommendation from our board. These are the terms that I've been hearing consistently. Smart, bold, direct, clear, and strategic. Um, and, and so to, to, um, to Jeff's earlier point there as well. And so I, I thought I would just share that. Um, it, it dovetailed nicely with, with Adam's question there as well. Just as we continue to talk to people, and there were a number of people like that that were involved in the in the um, in the research process as well, I thought I would share those um, comments and the feedback from another really important kind of audience as we think about current members, new members, potential new members, and then those key influencers that are within and related to college sports. I'll dovetail, and I know I'm not officially a panelist, but part of my role in this process over the last year was to have one-on-one -on -one conversations with 30 different people. And as I've pulled up my file, the categories of those folks are past leaders, creatives, allies, and senior administrators, as well as the outside perspective. And the reactions to the various questions, and every group got about the same questions, but there were some different ones tossed in depending on which group I was speaking with. The reactions were all over the spectrum. And there were some people that scratched their heads and wondered how it is that the new name would be it five years from now with all the changes that we've seen in the industry. Some had a perception of the current brand. And I think in really speaking to these folks one-on-one, -on -one, we got an essence of what the polling data was showing that Jen Cross and her group put forward. So I think the feedback was, was asked for, it was received, and it went into the process of getting to where we are today. And Kevin, I, I want to jump back into one of the comments that Mark offered, supported by Jeff. If the new name doesn't define who we are and what we do, should we really be changing the name to it? Kevin, your reaction? Yeah, no, and that's a valid question. And I, I think in the spirit of communication, perhaps I didn't communicate as clearly when I was speaking a little bit early doesn't uh, define our organization. I was talking about the COSIDA name. 
the COSADA name does not represent today as an organization. But I think the reason college sports communicators uh, it is being forwarded by the board is because that's exactly who we feel we are. And, uh, and that's what we represent uh, uh, to, to our organizations, uh, to our schools, to our institutions. So, um, you know, I, I've spent many a time, I'm sure many people on this call, uh, SID, what do you do? What, 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 are, you, what are you doing? Um, and, you know, the other thing uh, that this does is that it opens up to the changing nature of our job, whether that's content creation. Uh, we spend a lot of time talking about uh, with the all-in membership, bringing in others in the organization. So uh, we thought college sports communicators succinctly defines who we are in an easy uh, uh, to say a format. And so um, uh, to, to answer that question, I think it's at the very root of why college sports communicators was, was a recommendation. Sam, I know Chad Jackson was with us in the room in Las Vegas, and he's asked a question about the abbreviation of CSC. I know everybody else can look inside the dialogue box and see that question. Sam, your reactions to that? Yeah, uh, Chad, thanks for that question. And thanks, Tripp, for uh, throwing it over here. You know, I, I think, you know, again, the strategic working group, you know, looked at this and, and we did our, our goal was to come up with a name and a name that would stand on its on its own. You know, again, we go back to the two examples of looking at United Soccer Coaches. So I don't think any of us refer to them as USC um, and women leaders. Uh, I don't think anybody refers to them as WL. Um, their association and, and how distinct and, and succinct uh, their names are uh, can stand on its own. It would be up to our membership if they want to shorthand it to CSC. Um, but again, the recommendation from the board was college sports communicators um, as a standalone. James, as I'm scrolling through the dialogue box, and sorry that you couldn't make it at the top of the hour, uh, it was addressed, your question. And here's a plug for Facebook um, or YouTube. Uh, this session will be available shortly after our session today. So James, you could find that dialogue within the group within the first 20 minutes or so of our conversation. Uh, what am I seeing next? Uh, back to Adam uh, from 233. So if this vote, uh, if this is voted in, do title changes need to come across our industry where we work? For now, we are assistant AD for media relations. Uh, I, I'm sure that each of us could answer that in a different way. So, um, Eric, maybe from your chair, uh, seeing what you've seen, not only at the national office, but other roles as well, how will someone's membership into this affiliation, how will their title change or not change based on the vote? Yeah, thanks, Tripp. And thanks, thanks, Adam. I think it's a, it, it's a really good entree for those important conversations uh, that, that should be happening on campus in terms of talking about the work that we're doing and, and, and the, what, what we hope from the organization, from the executive board, from, from those in leadership, that we are continuing to create an environment that is gonna support everyone who is a member to be able to go in and talk to their athletics director, talk to that senior administrator that, that they might report to, and to talk with them about our work about how it continues to evolve and the stereotypes that they may or may not have about the work um, may or may not be true. And, and, and so, you know, in some cases, sports information may still be a very relevant term and, and is, is continued to be used. And, and across, across the board, there are lots of other terms that are used for titles. Communications is a, is a constant that that we see and that I saw for years uh, from a national perspective there as well. And so what I think it really does is it, 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 it provides a really nice opportunity then for those really important strategic conversations uh, to, to happen at the, at the campus level to really talk about our work, who we are, how we're approaching it, and how to, how to continue to be strategic and provide, provide solutions for the future. And Blake, before I come to you, Sam, was there a follow-up from a previous comment? Yeah, and just along those lines, you know, this is not the organization telling our membership, to, you know, what their 
jo job titles or roles should be on their campus. It can be defined on how your athletic department and university handles that. Uh, I know many of us in our membership have varying titles, but looking at data, um, many, many are not even referred to as SIDs or sports information directors any longer. Uh, a lot of us have transitioned to athletic communications in some sort of role. Um, but as Eric alluded to, I would advocate for any of our members who feel like they need to evolve within their athletic department and, and title changes and, and how they're defined. This is a great opportunity to have those discussions with your uh, direct report and your athletic director. Blake, Tim, you've got the stage. A question? No, thank you, Tripp. Just a comment. I was uh, privileged to be part of the working group that helped come up with the proposed new name. And uh, Tripp defined it best when he talked about it was a very painstaking process. There were a lot of words that we wordsmithed this quite a ways over the, over the course of about six months. And one of the goals of the working group was to try to find a way to come up with a title that was going to be more inclusive. And there was a general consensus within the, the working group that Posida didn't do it. Sports information director wasn't inclusive. It is part of what we do, but I think everyone agrees we do a lot more than just disseminate inf information about stats and write press releases. Our jobs are so much more these days. Also, Posida, as a name, that didn't really do anything to help show what we call the creatives. So your video people, your social media specialists, you know, really that we, we wanted them in the fold. We have said that, but a name like College Sports Communicators, it, yes, it's simplistic, but I think it's beautifully simplistic in that it, it basically allows us to have inclusiveness throughout everyone that we see as communicators within college athletics, whether you identify as an SID or as a creative or as a social media specialist, or what have you. And the other part of it too, at least in my opinion, is college athletics right now is an alphabet soup of acronyms. We have the NCAA, we have NACTA, we have N4A, NACMA, uh, the list goes on. College sports communicators, I think, simplifies things and says, we are a group of professionals and this is what we do. We communicate about college sports. And I, I think there's a beautiful simplicity to that proposed name. Yeah, the uh, alphabet soup. Now I think I know what I'm having for dinner tonight. There's, um, there were one or two comments in the one-on-ones that I had in which people said sports information is not in people's titles by and large these days, and it doesn't describe. So in my one-on-ones, I, I certainly heard that. Eric McDowell, you've got the floor. Tripp, thank you. Thanks for your work on this as well as the committee. Um, as a communications major many years ago, that's a special word to me. And let's remember that over the last probably 10 years, the term athletic communications has come into play a lot more, even more than media relations. I think the best way to sell this is take a walk across your campus to the communications office, okay? Every college, they may call it PR, but it's a communications office. I think this adds more stature on the campus as well and president's office, et cetera. There's a communications office where the person does that role. And now there's an athletics communications office and the two work entwined. So uh, I think that is the way to go for many colleges. And we see that happening, but I do like the term communicators because it will add stature on the campus. Uh, the fact that there is a communications office, why isn't there an athletic communications office and an organization? Well, now there will be. I think that's a very important thing that people can use to sell themselves with this organization, to get to those conventions. And uh, we do need a lot more of that advocacy on the campuses to keep people in the business and add some stature. And this does, to me, add stature to the person in the role. Thank you. Eric, thank you. Jessica, can you toggle in your box back to 2.38 p.m. and how some of the other affiliates of the association Committees, teams, working groups, how the change may affect how they're referred to in the future? Well, I think one thing, the biggest thing to keep in mind with, with that is that these organizations are actually outside of the COSIDA governance structure. So they will be able to 
that that will be a discussion that they would need to have at their levels. Um, and in the new governance structure, we um, created cabinets um, and an advisory council, which composed members from these uh, secondary groups. But those groups are actually outside of the official co-sided governance structure. Thank you. That's something that either I needed to be reminded of or maybe I needed to be educated on. So thank you for that. Folks, we've carved out to the top of the hour. We can certainly stay well beyond the top because this is a very important conversation. So we're not bound by time. Uh, everyone on this call from a leadership standpoint has carved out all the time that we need. So don't feel inhibited that you can't ask a question if you've got one. And if, if it provides you clarity or some of your colleagues clarity, please ask. Lisa, you're in. What's your question? Thanks, Tripp. Uh, I just wanted to piggyback on what Eric just uh, was talking about in the change from sports information to athletic communications and that trend in our, in our industry. When I was on a campus, we did that. We changed from sports information department to an athletic communications department. And it was a big deal because it gave us a little bit more respect across campus with our colleagues who were in the communications offices for the university or the president's communication folks. Um, so I think changing, using the word athletics would be a good move. It's an athletic department at every level of higher education. It's not a sports department. Um, so those are just my few thoughts. Thank you for the time. Lisa, thank you. And while we've still got a robust room of 97 people with us, there are uh, nuances to the voting process. Sam, can you offer and maybe tag team with Bo just a little bit on what the voting process looks like starting next week? Trip, I'll, I'll kick it to Bo since he'll be handling all that. Okay, thanks, Sam. Uh, yeah, so um, just to talk a little bit about the voting process, as, as was originally communicated, we were going to do a live Zoom session next Wednesday. Uh, the thought process uh, from the executive board about that was to do the same thing that we did when we um, voted on the, govern the new governance structure in 2020. Um, that was a live Zoom. Um, for you know we all understand at this point um this is a different situation than then um this this vote's not taking place during our virtual convention like it was at that point and um you know it's really been our goal uh just like with this call to to listen to every person to uh answer every question and to give everybody a chance to vote and so it it it's a no-brainer that um, a specific time on a specific day, you're not going to get everybody to be able to vote. So um, it, it did come up through our governance structure that that Jess was just talking about. Um, one of the one of the divisional leaders uh, approached us and and, and expressed those uh, concerns. And last week, the executive board talked it through, and it was an easy new process where we're gonna we're going Wednesday, the 31st, in a Google form link. Um, it's going to be, it'll take you less than 30 seconds to complete. It's, it's a yes or no, or abstain, basically. And a little bit of identifying information, because there are um, uh, thresholds and requirements that we have to meet uh, for a membership vote for our constitution. So only, only members can vote. Um, that's going to include 21, 22 members and 22, 23 members. Since we're in this uh, crossover type of new membership um, part of the year, uh, we're going to include everybody. And um, of that per our constitution, 10% of the membership has to vote, uh, has to show up and cast a vote. And then of that 60% would need to, to pass uh, or vote in favor for it to pass. Um, I think I've touched on all the important parts there. Eric might have something to add, or we're obviously open to any questions. I'm seeing that he is not unmuted. I think, uh, Bo, your explanation sounds pretty pat. And for those people that are going to go back and watch this on YouTube, 
Uh, I annotated Bo's description at about 43 minutes after the hour. So if there's a chance that you want to toggle and refamiliarize yourself to the voting process, know that it's at 43. Eric, uh, curious, sport versus athletics, sports versus athletics, when it comes to signifying a group to have a title and your vast experience, what's the difference between sports and athletics? Yeah, thank, thanks, Trip, And I want to um, uh, uh, thank uh, Eric and, and Elisa in particular for, for their comments, because they were, um, you know, reminiscent of the, the long conversations we had, you know, on the, on the working group. And, you know, I, I prefaced my comments when I was on the working group. I said, you're, you're hearing from a guy that has the words national and collegiate and athletic and association in, in his title. And, and, and what we really found was, was that ended up just being very, very formal. And what, what we found in terms of as we approach communications over a long period of time is that we kept coming back to college sports, particularly when you're thinking about drawing a distinction between what's the difference between what we do and what happens in the professional space. It's, it's pro sports, pro sports versus college sports. Now, I, I, I understand and, 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 and certainly would, would fully support that if, a, if an athletics department wants to use the term athletics communications in terms of how that resonates with their particular campus, I think that's absolutely important. What we were trying to do then as a working group and then ultimately with the executive board is then think about what are we conveying to this broad array of, of stakeholders, right? As Kevin mentioned earlier, there's so many different ways that we do our work now. And, and there's, there's creative, there's you know, sports information, there's media relations, there's digital, there's content creation, there's video, there's, there's photography, but we're all within that universe of, of communications. And, 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 and so really, again, coming back to that really kind of clear and concise approach to how we talk about our work and then how others can understand it. The, the consensus was really that college sports was the most kind of clear and direct approach to it. Thanks, Trip. You're welcome. Blake just loaded something in. Yeah, I think that's uh, probably a good way to compliment and to, to help sum up. Folks, other questions, other thoughts? Again, don't be bashful. This is your association. This is your membership. You're obviously on because you want to learn and you've got a vested interest. So comments or questions, please tap into our experts while they're here. Trip, this is Bo. I want to add one more uh, point to that vote conversation from earlier. Uh, that will be delivered via a COSIDA email blast. And we know that for some people that ends up in their spam or perhaps they've unsubscribed or, or any other reason why they might not get it. If you don't get it by 9 a.m. Eastern on that day, please reach out to a COSIDA staff member and we'll, we'll get you the link. So if you don't get it, it, it was, it's not intentional. So um, please, please check your spam or just reach out to us and we'll get you the link. Dane, you are up and I appreciate you unmuting your video before you were called. Sure. Uh, good afternoon, everyone. Good morning, wherever you may be. Uh, we have a question about the COSIDA Academic All-American Awards, things like that. How will that affect uh, the name if, if we go to the name and, and go to an acronym like CSC? I know there are certain colleges even up here in the Northeast, like Colby Sawyer College, uh, that would have that uh, acronym as their, their name. How would, would we go as college uh, sports you know, communicators academic, All-American, you know, what, whatever it may be, how would that filter down, the name change filter down through all the awards and things like that? Trip, I'd be happy to kind of start there and then ask other of my colleagues jump in. And th thanks for that question. I think it's a really important one. Um, and I'm going to ask staff to, to correct me here that in, in terms of the, the trademark name that, that this organization owns, it is Academic All-America. It's not the COSIDA Academic All-America. It's not Academic All-America presented by COSIDA. So really what this, this does, Dane, is I think it gives us a tremendous amount of flexibility and opportunity, especially as we're getting ready to go to market 
with all of the changes that we've made with our organization as, as we are you know, presenting a forward-looking innovative organization and we seek to attract a new title sponsor, those are the kinds of things that we'll be working through. So in the in the in the near term, then that will that timing will depend on how how we approach that. And 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 you know, we 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 see that as a tactical um kind of directive that we'll be working on, you know, as we go. You know, depending on you know where ultimately the membership ends ends up here, you know, with this unanimous recommendation, you know, from from the board. Uh, but you know, we'll be we'll be working that through, and you know, want to you know really be you know smart about that. How how we talk about that, you know, in a presented by or supported by or from. Th those are the kinds of kind of postures I think we're going to take as we move forward. Um, so I hope that's helpful. It is. And one follow up question to that is when if we approve the name change, for instance, you know, when will that name change a take effect, you know, thus affecting how we present those academic all American awards and things like that going forward. Yeah, thanks for that question. Um, a, a very important one, one that that of course, we, we've all been thinking about right. Uh, so so the, the vote would be on on August 31st, assuming that it would 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 pass then then that would be the new name and and Dane, what we're looking at i want everybody to know is that you know we're looking at sort of immediate kind of near term midterm and then longer term kinds of changes so you know you you would start to see you know changes that would be some of the immediate ones in terms of the you know the url for the website and you know some of the the you know the masthead that would be there you all know this as well as 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 I do, that you know, a, a, a website redesign is going to take a little bit of time, and 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 so we're we're staging that out now. You know, recognizing that you know we don't want to get too far ahead of the membership here, but we also have been working with Bosac and Company, our branding partner. They've been working behind the scenes, working on some of those things. So some of those immediate term, you know, changes would would be kind of website, you know, potential social handles. Uh, and then as we go, then, you know, thinking about a logo, how does that come into play? Website redesign. What are what are the ways that, that we all believe are best in terms of referring to Academic All-America program, uh, the upcoming membership recognition week, which has been a really great initiative, uh, you know, for some years now. And, and, and so those are the ways that we're we're thinking about it. And, and, and so for many of you who've been involved in some of these changes already and you're your current positions or maybe past ones, you realize that that's a very common strategy. There's often a, a kind of schedule and, and, and immediate kind of medium and then kind of longer term changes there. So those are the, those are the things that we're thinking about right now. Thank we welcome Drew Appreciate Dickerson. It. Thank you, Dane. We welcome Drew into the room. Hello, Drew. Hey, Trip. thank you. Um, for the Corsetta staff, for Jess, for Sam, in this process, um, was there any talk about the longevity of the name? And the reason I ask that is that I think the only thing that's been constant in this business has been change. My first 10 years, I had the titles of sports information director, media relations director, um, uh, athletic communications director. Uh, and then, you know, as I advanced up and got further, I got less of those kinds of titles. But what we've called ourselves, regardless of what COSIDA has called it, has changed depending on where you are in the country, where you are in your career. Um, and I know some of this is meant to capture that, but what happens when communications is no longer, or communicators is no longer the, the cool term, if for lack of a better, you know, way to explain it. Um, and and I, I have concerns about that because I think the word communicators, I'm kind of on the fence here overall, but I think the word communicators can mean so many things. It, like if you do a job search, you probably everybody's done a job search in the last 20 years. If you look for the word communicator communications, a lot of times you'll get things like police dispatchers and stuff like that. And so I just worry that the word communicators is such a big catch all. And I know that's the intent. And I, I get it. But like in five or 10 years, we have to change the name again. And that's kind of what I'm getting at. So I, I want just more for my and I guess everybody else. What was the discussion points along those lines? Jess, you've got a another meeting that we've learned you've just been pulled into at the top of the hour. Jess, how about you respond first? And Sam, you follow back in on Drew's question. Sure. So I think really you hit the nail on the head. The only thing that's constant is change. And I think that what we would do is evaluate as, as the landscape 
continues to evolve and change. I think right now we've cast such a wide inclusive net that, you know, we may be, you know, we may be able to stay with this for quite some time, but I think as we monitor the, as we monitor the landscape and we monitor kind of how college athletics evolves, I think that gives us onus to do the same as it comes to our name, how we view ourselves, all, all of the things that come with, with a rebrand. So I think it's, um, you know, it's a fluid situation and I don't know that there's a perfect answer for that. Um, you know, I don't think that when we came up with COSIDA, we would, you know, you know, many years ago, we would think that we would be here. So I think it's just a fluid situation that we, as as leaders of this organization and members of this organization that we would, would just continue to monitor. Jess, thank you. Sam? Thanks, Andrew. Good to see you. And thanks for that question. And, you know, communicators was a type of word and another word that the strategic working group used a lot was creators. And we kind of cringe a little bit when we think about creators and we think that's like the hot buzzword right now with a lot of everything going on with multimedia and video and digital. And we, we kind of kept a, you know going back and forth on that. And we saw maybe in the forecast looking long-term, well, maybe creators kind of you know falls out of uh, being in vogue or in style. But I think at the, at the heart of what we do is we communicate. I think anything that we do moving forward is always gonna come back to communications and communicating. And, even when our, um, you know, if you're in a division one office and you have multimedia folks on another office, you know, they're creating content, but that content is communicating to your fan base. It's communicating to your alumni. It's communicating to recruits. Um, so the heart of the, you know, we kept on going back to was communicators. Um, and I, I don't think as an organization and our profession, I don't think we're going to stop communicating anytime soon. Uh, so I think that was really the term that kind of uh, you know, struck a nerve with everybody that, you know, we all are communicators and, um, you know, working in college sports, you know, we are communicating to everyone. And going back to Casida and its history, you know, we're not throwing away the history at all. We're, we're building onto it. This is a exciting new chapter for the organization moving forward. Um, I think a lot of our members, I think a lot of us think Casida has a strong brand, um, you know, internally. Uh, but I think what we did from our research, and I think Tripp maybe can share a story about externally, our our perception is not as strong as we think it is. And, and that was kind of a wake-up call to us as a board when we heard that and we saw the data um, from allies and even people, uh, college athletic leaders outside of Casida. Um, and that was kind of like surprising to some of us that maybe we didn't think Casida is as strong as we think it is. And you know, maybe some of these Facebook pages that, you know, people comment about our profession and our industry and our organization, that doesn't help the perception of our organization long-term. Uh, so I think, you know, that struck a nerve with us. And, you know, I think this change is not throwing away the history, it's just adding on to it. So Tripp, I'm not sure if you have a story to share with that from your interviews with a couple of key leaders. How about I'm going to edit myself because there was one comment that someone made that still resonates with me today, word for word. And if anybody wants to give me a call, I will give them that comment. And I think that paints a pretty good picture, but comment may offend some people. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to throw it out there. I do want to double back on Austin's note at 254. Austin, as I go through and I read the report that I developed on my other screen, there was a past leader when I asked the question, what do you believe is the biggest factor in how this association is perceived? Does our name and logo have any positive or ne negative impact on how we're perceived? And the past leader said, and I quote, it is the person on campus that represents the brand of the association. So I think almost to a point, college sports communicators is going to be as strong as all of the members on campus make it on campus. And so it's almost like the membership grabbing arms, locking elbows, saying, this is who we are. This is what we're going to do. So I, I do think that there's a, a way to put a nice little bow on some of that part of the conversation. I want to take a quick look and see where it is that we may have other questions or comments. I know we are smack at 60 minutes, but again, we'll stay as long as we need to. Um, don't really see anything else that has bubbled up. Questions, comments, thoughts? Again, we can be here as long as we need to, and this is what we've dedicated the time for. 
maybe everybody has been through the buffet. Generally, nobody wants to start the buffet line, but you guys got out pretty quick and asked some questions. Now it could be that everybody has gone through and had their two or three plates. Um, any more thoughts, questions, anything from our panelists? Certainly don't want to get to that point in which we're just standing here just for the sake of standing here. Panelists, closing thoughts. Let's go ahead and wrap it that way since we've got this lull. Anybody want to jump out to talk about the voting process or anything else that's scratching at them? Trip, I, I can kick it off. Um, again, I know change can be difficult for a lot of us. You know, I think many of us are still going through changes in our current office situations and on our, our college campuses currently. Um, but some of the strongest people um, in an athletic department is our membership. And you guys, everyone rises to the occasion, people evolve um, and adapt. And this is a bold change for the organization moving forward. Um, but it's also a bold change to help our organization remain relevant in the college athletics landscape. And the all-in membership approach, we've already seen some great results um, with people signing up and getting other people involved on their camp in their athletic department as part of this organization. And that's gonna you know, help us long-term moving forward. So um, for those who've been a part of this process the whole way, uh, they kind of understand how we landed on college sports communicators. And for people joining today, that might be the first time you're hearing this. Um, I hope you can understand where we're coming from. And of course, always reach out to anybody um, on the board or within our membership as leaders. Uh, the help during this process. I would just add one, I want to thank everybody for taking time uh, to be on it today. I mean, for, for being on this call, you show that you have um, interest and in, in great uh, investment in, in our organization. And so that's the first key to, to everything. And, uh, you know, there there's going to be a vote and obviously we want you to vote uh, of the way that you feel compelled to vote. Clearly the board has recommended a name that we feel like is in the best interest of our organization moving forward. Uh, but in the end, um, whether that's adopted, whether it's not adopted, I think the most important thing is that uh, we are all um, battling different things in this industry right now from burnout to uh, changing job descriptions and trying to find our way. And, and I think at the end of the day, we can disagree on maybe a word or two, uh, but I think out of this, I think uh, I speak for the board, we wanna come out united in, in, in advocating for our membership uh, at their individual institutions, at their places of work and come out uh, stronger as an organization. And so uh, regardless of how that vote comes out, uh, we certainly hope that it will pass as we feel like that that's as we studied it, what we feel like uh, we need to move forward but in the end, uh, that we continue to support each other uh, in, in wherever we are, because this is an, a, a, just a very talented group, and uh, we want to advocate uh, for each other just as we are for our memberships. So thank you for taking time to be invested to be in this discussion today. The, the one thing I didn't see come up, and I never heard the number, what is the direct cost associated with this one? What has been kind of the cost process, and what will be the cost to the, to the COSIDA national office once the name gets changed over. I never heard um, the budget numbers come up and I was thinking that was gonna come up in this conversation. So I just wanted to ask it. I was gonna ask Eric to give us a closing thought. So Danny, why don't we toss that to him and then he can offer a closing thought. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Thanks, thanks, Danny. That that, that might be um, a, a conversation, you know, for, for another time because there's still, you know, efforts that are still underway you know, in terms of, you know, we've, we've done trademark searches, we'll still be working with our branding uh, group. So, so, you know, really, we don't have a, a, a final number, you know, right now um, that, that we could share that, that really would be accurate. Um, and, and so, but I, I would think in the not too distant future, we should, uh, you know, be, be, be able to have a more firm number. Would we have that there. before the vote, though, because I'm just saying that could affect some people's on the vote if it's a, high cost on the turnover. I'm just saying because everything in this world has something to do with money. And I, I think that that is a factor that needs to be considered in this one as well. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. You know, um, you know, there were, there, there were dollars set aside for, 
you know, the brand consultants, um, you know, some of the trademark searches. Again, we don't have a final figure, you know, on that right now. Uh, you, you know, it's not an exorbitant cost in any sort of way, uh, you know, there. Um, and, 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 and so I, I would certainly want everybody to know. And again, I'm, you know, new, new to this process, but of course, very excited about it and, you know, support it that, that the board has, uh, you know, been, you know, engaged in, um, uh, you know, very thoughtful due, due diligence in terms of, you know, setting aside, you know, some dollars to assist, you know, with that, you know, but right now we just don't have a final figure and we won't for some time. Uh, Eric, before you ask, or before I ask again for your closing thought, uh, Drew wants to jump back on real fast. I just, I just real quick uh, for both the board and the staff, uh, I just want to say thank you. I, I know that depend, no matter how the vote goes next week, uh, this is moving a mountain and moving a mountain is never easy, uh, especially when you've got a very wide range of, of people and opinions uh, in an organization the size of Cosida. So uh, I just want to thank you all for uh, the hard work because I, I do know that um, this takes a lot of work and, and a lot of vetting and a lot of meetings and a lot of conversations. So uh, thanks to each of you for um, trying to uh, to move this conversation forward. I know it's probably not always been easy, but uh, thank you. Eric, you want to close this out or at least get close to it? Yeah, thanks, Trip. And and we're, uh, as, as Trip mentioned, we're happy to stay on if needed. It looks like we might be coming to an end there. And, and I, I also want to thank everyone for being a part of the stay and, and really thank everyone for their engagement. One of the things that, you know, really impressed me in the almost, 20 years that I had been working with COSIDA very closely before coming over as executive director was the, was, was the level of engagement um, of the membership. And, and I think we're seeing that today. And really, I would say we've seen it throughout this process, going back to the, the governance review and the changes that came there and with all in membership, uh, that these have all been, in my opinion, very strong and positive steps that have been taken by this organization and really all of us that work in college sports communications to to continue to move forward that there has been an acknowledgement that we want to continuously improve in in every sort of way and 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 we believe that this next step is is another important part of that process to continue to to support each other that is definitely our, our, our mission, you know, with the organization, and then to advocate for all of you throughout college sports. And we think that this really provides that opportunity to do that. So we look forward to everyone's participation next week um, for the recommended name change. Please, please reach out in the meantime, if you, if you have questions to anyone on staff or, or anyone on the board. And again, thanks everyone for your, um, your engagement and your support. Eric, thank you. And before everybody jets, two final thoughts. One, all of this really isn't possible, these means of communications, these webinars without the good partners from Capital One. And also you need to mark your calendars for September 6th at two o'clock Eastern uh, webinar entitled Strategies for Student Staff Development, Empowering Student Employees with Meaningful Workplace Experiences. Barb Koval will send information out about that uh, over the next day or two or the next couple of days. So be on the lookout for that. And as Eric and the staff mentioned, they are 24-7. So don't hesitate to reach out. Maybe 23-7. They got to get a nap in there somewhere. But don't hesitate to reach out. They are ready to answer your calls and your questions. And if we can be of any help, let us know. Thank you, folks. Go forward. Do great things. <laughs>